magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay. <laughs> Yay, it's episode four. We're yeah. on episode four now. I'm so excited for us. I am too. <laughs> <laughs> this has yeah. been so much fun but already yeah. and I'm just... I'm overjoyed that Me we're doing this. Me too. And we're on iTunes now, in case anyone didn't know it. Should we mention how much we appreciate people leaving reviews? Yes, we appreciate it so, so much. Yes. If you would like to leave us a review and a rating, really helps us get noticed. Like, yeah. It's so much help for the brand new podcast like ours. So yeah. If you thank enjoy you. it. And thank you yeah. so much to everybody that has already left reviews. We really appreciate that. Yes. And also, I just want to say I've had a chance to um, talk with a couple of our listeners. They've um, come to me on, I was going to say come well, anyway, it's on the phone, but um, for readings, and I just love that. I love um, giving readings to our listeners. It's been really yeah. fun to do that and like have a real, you know, connection like that. Yay. Yeah. I just really feel like a love for our listeners. They're very supportive. Yeah. I feel it too. Yeah. So, so yes. to begin, I'm just, I was telling Natasha that I, um, made a discount code for our listeners. So if you would like to go to my website, testwhitehurst.com and go to the shop, I have a number of online workshops and I have one called Chakra Magic. Wow. And I made, if you use the discount code Magic Monday at checkout, you can get it for half off, an additional half off. So it's already half off for $15. What? And you'll get it for seven fifty. And this it's is really, a steal. It's <laughs> it's a really fun <laughs> online workshop. It's got it's self guided, self paced. It has um, video lessons and then PDFs and movements and chants to align with your chakras. Mm. So this um, is really so check amazing. That out. Yes, you definitely should. That's amazing. I mean, yeah. In my work, I that's one of the main things I do is clear out beliefs and pictures from chakras. So I know how important that is and like how transformative it can be to work on your chakras as a way of healing yourself and clearing out old energy that doesn't need to be in there anymore. Yeah, it's a great diagnostic tool too to mm -hmm. start to be in control of your own energy to tune in like yes. what's out of balance and what is that yes. to open up your intuition and then to open up your ability to heal your own energy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's amazing. It really pays to be a Magic Monday listener. <laughs> it uh, does. And I will say also, I don't have any discount code, but if you um, book a reading with me I um, and you mention that you're a Magic Monday listener, you get $10 off. Nice. Uh, and you don't have to pay on the site when you make a, when you make an appointment, so you just send me a message. There's a form and let me know. Yeah, and you will love doing readings with Natasha. She's thank so you. supportive. She's such a great listener, and she's so intuitive. Oh, thank you. I hope As so, you can because tell. that's what I do. So. Yeah, that's, since that's your job. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you can tell if you listen to our podcast how intuitive and supportive she oh, is. Thank you. I appreciate that. Just uh, another note to listeners a little behind the scenes is 
um, I'm switching up where I'm recording, and there are a variety of cats here, in particular, <laughs> <laughs> one very vocal one. So just, you know, he'll chime in to um, let us know what's up. You know, just a little, another cheerleader. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with meows. No, so. there's everything yeah. right with meows. Yeah, <laughs> I should I should get that tattooed on me. There's nothing wrong with meows. Speak your meow. Yeah. Oh, I like that. <laughs> um. All right. So where? Oh, should we start with the check-in with um last week's? We pulled some cards for each other. Yeah. So and for um, everybody listening. Yeah, so last week um, I pulled a foxglove for my Magic of Flowers Oracle, and the message was summon your courage. Mm-hmm. And you, Natasha, pulled the parrot card from Colette Baron reads Shama- uh, Spirit Guide. Animal Spirit. Animal Spirit Guide. Animal Spirit, yeah. And um, the message was be aware of your words and the words you're using. Mm-hmm. So, And you know what that- else is interesting is – I did need to summon my courage with something with, uh, and, um, I pulled a card from the other Colette deck that you had pulled for me and I mm. got Lord of the Words. Oh, so it really yeah. was all about the words. Words, and summoning your courage on words. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I feel yeah. like a lot of throat chakra stuff is about that, like having the courage to speak your truth. Mm-hmm. I just realized something that I, for my vision board this year, my word was express. Oh, right. Uh, did I mention that already? I think you did. Oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry if I repeat no. myself here, but <laughs> no, it's but, your word for the whole year. So you're, that's yeah, the point. You're yeah. supposed to keep repeating it. <laughs> I'm supposed to <laughs> express it. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So it's interesting that that did keep coming up. And without going into too much detail, I did have to have the courage to speak my words. And I think it went well. Oh, good. Actually, I don't know. Maybe I could tell a whole thing. I can't tell how much is interesting for me to share or not or if I shouldn't. Or Oh, I mean, I think people are interested in your life. Okay. Well, I mean, mean, yeah, it might help people. Basically, um, you know... I had some, and and it's also just like being respectful to the other person, but I'm talking about my father who is 80, he'll be 88, and um, he doesn't know how to even respond to email, mm. so it's okay. I don't think he'll be finding this podcast and feeling bad about me talking about it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point with that. And of course, I'm going to be respectful, so I'm okay with it. But basically, he is a difficult person. We had a very, he got upset with me and, um, <clears throat> I really looked at it and it was not, he actually truly, and it may be his age, was making things up that I had done that I had never done, mm. which was very hurtful. Mm. But I realized that I just started thinking about like when he dies, how am I going to feel? Like, do I just want to let this go? Even though I know I'm right, you know, is that how I really want to leave things, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I just sent him a mess. I summoned my courage because I knew he didn't want to hear from me. And um, I just sent him a message of love and told him that whatever happens, I do love him, which I guess is also using the words. Yeah. Um, thing. 
And, um, and then he called, he did call me back, which I was surprised. That's a different cat. I don't know if can hear, <laughs> but anyway, um, and, um, he said that he loved me and we'll just put it behind us. Oh, okay. So it was in a good, it was a good resolution in terms of like, he doesn't want to talk about things. I'm always like a talk, let's get this out and have truth, you know, and yeah. get to it. But he doesn't want to, which is fine with me in this case. As long as yeah. we can just like, no, you know what? The bottom line is we do both love each other. So, and I don't always recommend that, honestly. Like if somebody is abusive to you or hurtful on purpose, I, I don't think you always need to extend an olive branch and I will Mm-mm. talk about this later boundaries are very important but I spent it's been four months where I spent a lot of time meditating on it giving it up to source and and um I got clearly that information that it was that would make me feel better and it would make it would just feel good to the relationship yeah, that's how it felt right to you in this instance. Yeah, it felt yeah. like the right thing. I didn't feel like I was losing myself to do it. It didn't, it just felt like an act of love for both of us, really. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So both those cards really did come true. Mm-hmm. I mean, come true. It come out, you know what I mean? Yeah, they were relevant. Yes. Me thank too. You. I, um, so, as you know, Natasha, our listeners don't know this, but you know that I started reading a book called The Fuck It Diet. Oh, yes. Because Natasha recommended it. Yes. <laughs> and because I had just learned about this health at every size mm-hmm. movement. Mm-hmm. I didn't know about it before and mm-hmm. I read about it. It's anti-diet and culture movement. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, um, that's actually why I was pretty sensitive yesterday. I mean, part of why I was so tender and sensitive yesterday was, beginning this book I'm already over halfway through it I just started it like night before last and um that did occur to me by the way after I texted you I was like I feel like it might be the book but I also feel like I don't want you to feel like I'm pressuring you oh yeah I didn't want to mention it like it's probably (laughs) the book it's great it's so good it's just like it's so to me that's summon your courage and it's also I mean the words that I speak to myself about my body and my weight, because it's like, it's something I've known where, like you said in the email, Natasha, when we were discussing this before I read it, you know, you said, this is like intuitive eating, being intuitive about the way you interact with your body. It's like so in alignment with the things that we do and care about and teach. And I have known on some level, that's like, that's kind of like my main Cache, hidden cachet of mm. challenges mm. is like the way I've come so far and I've gotten so much better. It's like yeah. I'm not terrified of gluten anymore. <laughs> like I eat, I eat every day. I eat regularly throughout the day, oh, you know? Good. Yeah. yeah. So, good. you know, I've gotten a way, way better than I was, but I still like reading this book. I can see that I still have like the terror mm-hmm. connected to my weight and my appearance. And then like the book is also helping me see, well, you know, I come back by that honestly with my culture and yes. also my family. It's like my dad's always dieting. He's always talking about oh weight. He, first thing he ever comments on when he sees me is my weight. Oh, <laughs> my my so mom, I, I observed her, you know, intermittently starving herself. Oh. And she always was like 90 to 100 pounds as I was growing oh, up. And gosh. 
like she would compare herself to me and mm. make comments. Com- so it's like it's I can forgive myself and see how and see and congratulate myself for how far I've come. But like this book is kind of really it's scary. Like yes. that's the sum your courage is like. Can you really really let go of that? Like that's something yes. you've always had that your mom and your dad, your grandparents, and like who knows how like, far back our entire culture it's <laughs> right. not just like even if right. you don't have that in you and which right. would be shocking in your family <laughs> the entire culture is obsessed with yeah food and attaches the morality to it as if we can like it's just normal to be like for instance like swimsuit season which i think i've posted some meme at some point like there's four seasons and none of them are swimsuit right like it's just like you can have your body be you know, open and then it doesn't have to look a certain way. Yeah. It's really intense. So to just be like, it's my body. And and it's like, I haven't done that to other people. Like I don't do that to other people. I'm like, Oh, you know, they're, they're all beautiful at whatever size they are. But for me, it's like, uh, it's not the same. And so, um, it's just this really tender, beautiful yes. feeling and the way she presents it and the language and knowing that there is that language, you know, yes. in, in our culture at this time, it's really heart opening and beautiful. And I'm so excited oh. to be, to be like, I mean, it's so new, but yes. you know, yes. to be moving into yes. that. Yes. I mean, it is super intense. I mean, once I discovered <laughs> it, it's just like, it is a spiritual path too, yeah. because Oh gosh, I could say so much about it, but I I will just say like there's there really is so much fear. Once you realize it, how much fear there is around food, like just eating like, "Oh no, if I have this, then that's too much." Instead of listening to your that's what I was saying in the emails, like listening to your body and being like, "Am I hungry?" It's truly yeah. that simple. "Am yeah. I hungry?" And, and and we're taught in this culture to to in diet culture, which is everywhere, pervasive, like if you to ignore your body signals. Right. It's I know. so crazy. I know, and it's yeah, yeah. It's a really beautiful. So I yeah. mean it's a beautiful thing to be reading and I'm oh, so grateful good. for you to oh, for recommending. I'm so glad. It. I'm glad that one resonated with you. Yeah, I mean I'm still it's reading a, it, but yeah. I feel like it was connected to both the cards for sure. Oh yes, yes, definitely. All right. Well, should we go to the energy report? Well, yes, but oh, oh. we do have a question from a listener. Oh, well, you we know what? have a question. Oh, should we do that later? Um, I was actually going to say that that question ties into what I'm going to talk oh, about, so we can. Okay. Um, yeah. So, not surprisingly, as we talked about last week with Saturn being in retrograde, um, at, almost at first it was literally every client had a boundary issue. It was all about boundaries. Mm-hmm. And which is what Saturn retrograde is partially dealing with, right? Mm-hmm. Saturn is the planet of boundaries. Yes. Um, and, um, yes. So it's just like, I mean, this issue I could talk about for days and I actually started developing a class around boundaries because Ooh. it's really hard for people, mm-hmm. um, you know, myself included, you know, I think it's okay for our listeners to know that I'm just going to take a quick moment to let in a meowing cat that was left outside. So just real quick, be right back. We switched rooms so the dogs, did I already say that? So the dogs wouldn't bother 
us, but the cats seem to be even noisier. I'll have to go to a bunker under the earth if I want to avoid all <laughs> animals in my house. <laughs> um, anyway, what was I saying? So boundaries, yes. Um, so I guess I just want to talk. With, I thought it would be good for you and I to talk about boundaries and like what they, I don't know, what they mean to you. So for me, I really had to learn. I kind of, I feel like I'm an expert in boundaries because of the fact that I had to learn really early as my mother and my father have no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, but especially I learned it with my mother early on. So for me, the first step with boundaries was about just realizing like, oh, I don't have to do everything she tells me to <laughs> to. Um, and I'm not talking yeah. about as a child, even I'm talking about like, as an adult, you know, there was a lot. <laughs> Cats are feeling it. Um, there's a lot of, there was a lot of, I'm going to do this for you. So therefore you owe me this, mm. which when you have boundaries, it's about saying like, you know what? I'm not comfortable doing this or let's talk about this. Nobody owes anybody anything, right? Mm-hmm. It's a discussion about, so you did this for me, and um, what do you expect? I'm noticing you're expecting a lot of things. Let me tell you what I'm comfortable with. That would be yeah. one way to, you know, set a boundary. But I think that um, boundaries bring up a lot of stuff for people. It, there, are, A lot of people feel uncomfortable, um, you know, establishing them because it can be scary when you haven't. When you haven't done that before. Yeah. And when you have an idea that like, this is what it means to be a good person or a good daughter Mm -hmm. or something. And you're like basing your identity on the story that isn't really authentic. Right. And to help people to see that. And just to see like where, especially with empathic people, I think like where one person ends and you begin. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the first step is to really figure out. Oh, where do I end and where does that person yeah. begin and really getting, you know, I like the, to use the, um, terminology getting curious around as opposed, because that helps you kind of get out of judgment, I think. Oh, yeah. You know, so like getting curious around like where, like what do I want from this, you know? And I think that, um, when people, are when you find that there's people that are very difficult to set boundaries with, like people who push up against your boundaries, there also can, that brings up a lot of guilt in people that brings up a lot of like, Oh, I should be doing this. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's actually two things. One, a red flag for um, noticing that that person may not be a healthy person in your life. If you're feeling mm-hmm. scared around them, scared setting those boundaries. Yeah, or if you feel drained or yes. if you notice that they always talk and you don't really get a word in edgewise mm-hmm. or it's always about their problems mm-hmm. and not yours. Like there are red flags you can notice. Yes, yes. And I talked about this a little bit on my Instagram, but really it is truly the biggest act of self-love, I believe, to set boundaries and give your life a structure where and a container where you feel good inside. (laughs) So you're not doing and and you can decide like, oh, 
um, let me think about if I want to do that or not. Yeah. You know, because you can. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of ways to help, but it's like having that container is really, really not selfish. It's an act of self-love that's really important. And it does actually ultimately help everyone else yes. because it's not helping people to have bad boundaries with them, even if they think that it is. It's not. Yes. I mean, however, you know, if you have narcissists in your life, yeah. I mean, you may have to let them go because they consciously don't think that <laughs> that it does feel better when you have boundaries because they like taking. Yeah. Narcissists are rough, as we've discussed in this podcast yes. before. Yeah. Um, with both of our moms mm -hmm. being narcissists. And my so yeah, it's pretty rough. Yeah. But, um, so energetically speaking, I would just say, as we talked about before, chakras are a good thing to check in with. A lot of times, mm -hmm. if your boundaries are being challenged, your third chakra is often mm -hmm. being corded or, yeah, whacked, as I say, just like yes. really, like really messed with. So that's the solar plexus chakra, which is, um, right above it's your like belly button. above your belly button, below your rib cage, mm -hmm. that area. So if you feel, often feel like tight or mm. stressed out in that area, that would be the third chakra issue. Yes. And even if you don't notice it, like if maybe you're not as sensitive to, to energy like that, if you are feeling pulled and, you know, yeah, not respected. You can just like give some gold light to that area and ask for any energy that's not yours to leave and call your energy back to you. Yeah. And so Natasha, do you do also, do you do like, um, clearing and shielding meditations daily? That's like a really big deal for me with boundary setting. Yes. You mean with specific people or just? Just like every day yeah. for myself, I do a clearing and a shielding. So I envision, I, I ask Archangel Michael and Archangel Raphael to clear my entire aura of all stuck and challenging mm, energies nice. of all cords of fear and attachment. Mm. And then to completely fill and surround me with gold and white light in which only love remains through which only love may enter. Oh, nice. And I also like to anchor into Mother Earth and connect mm -hmm. with the cosmos. So I call that magical hygiene. Oh, and I love that. That's awesome. Yeah. 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 It's so important to me to do that regularly. Yes. I do that every morning and night. I call – and I actually do it for my kids too. I um, ask them to let go of any energy that's not theirs. Call oh, nice. back in gold light. Call back their energy from anywhere they've left it in the day. And yeah. I do this for myself as well. And – um I don't call on certain angels, but I do call on source and, yeah. um, I do, it's funny. I actually, for my son, he likes me to call in his highest guides and angels, which are often a parade of animals that, <laughs> that, have, oh. that have passed because we've had so many. <laughs> oh, I love so, that. Yeah. Cause we rescue. So there's been a lot of that have left. And, um, yeah, so he calls them in and. Archangel, um, Gabriel and Michael. But for myself, I, yeah, I ask for a source to fill me up with gold. I imagine my aura around me in gold and my grounding cord. I ground into the earth and call that earth energy up. Yeah. And call back any energy that I left the world and did I already say that? And then also release any cords that might be attached to me with gratitude. I just like send it lovingly back because I find that, um, it can be kind of easy to be like, 
angry about the courts, you know, like be like, get away from me, courts. But if you um, bring them in, like just gratefully, thank you, or just at least with love, like I lovingly release any courts. Mm-hmm. And then fill yeah, up with a- gold. And also validation. Sorry. Oh, no. Dog. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to shut the door now. Oh, my God. Hold on. <laughs> all right. There's been a lot of animal sounds, but that's part of our charm is all the yeah. animal sounds, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We welcome them. Okay, great. We love animals okay. at Magic Monday. That's right. Um, okay. So, yeah. So, that is it with that. And... um yeah. So, and also I'm, con- I'm, one other thing I just want to say about boundaries is I asked my guides about it at some point and they were telling me that creating boundaries is less about pushing other people out as it is about shoring yourself up. Oh, yes. I was thinking of this too. Yeah. Yeah. To fill yourself up with your energy and your love and really connecting to your self worth and, um, Instead of the energy of shoving people out. Yeah, so then you feel safe when you're in the world and you're, it's clearer, it's easier to tell. This is what's yes, true for me. Exactly. And, and I think of it as not, not creating like a wall between me and other right. people or other energies, but it's permeable. It's just, it's filled with love. So I see everything from the space of love, from the truth mm-hmm. of, of oneness. Mm-hmm. It's like, it helps me to not be in the illusion of separation and to be grounded in what's true for me now so that I can speak that. Right. So that we feel safer in the world. We feel more energized. We feel like, and that, I think that's a huge thing with boundaries is that then we don't have to feel afraid yeah. of other people taking advantage of us, of being in a situation that we don't feel right about because mm-hmm. we get really good at knowing like I, I will get myself out of that situation or I will say right. what I need to say, then we feel safe in the world. Right. Yes. I think for empaths, that's a really good way to start it is just being super aware of your energy. Oh, where is my energy right now? Like, am mm-hmm. I here? Am I in present time? And it does get tricky when you're dealing again with narcissist and I do feel like empaths sometimes attract those people oh yeah because they've been giving so much so there might be some lessons about and about how to clear that out so again just check in with your third chakra yeah to wear that um all right should we go to our question yes and so um Raquel says I would love if you can talk about a basic crystal kit. I'm on mm-hmm. a budget. Mm-hmm. Also, if you can talk about how to interact with a drunk person. My <laughs> daughter is an alcoholic and I don't know how to approach the person she becomes when she drinks, mm. how to protect her and myself spiritually. Mm. Thanks in advance. Okay. What do you want to address first? Well, we can just maybe get the crystal question out of the way. I feel like that's an easier one for me. (laughs) It's like, I don't think you really need a crystal kit. Mm -mm. I think it's more like on a case-by-case basis, if you feel like you have a specific need or you feel drawn to a specific crystal, like, oh, I just love this. I just love being around it. I love the way it feels. Then over time, you'll, you know, have a collection, but you don't need to get a bunch all at once. I, I say just like when you feel drawn or when you're like, you, you sense, okay, I really need some more 
Um, I need to be able to sleep better. And then, you know, black for me, that's black tourmaline helps me sleep. Mm. And you can tune in and, you know, research and also just go to a crystal store and feel like which crystal feels like it's going to help me sleep the most. That's my advice about the crystal situation. And then that takes off the budget pressure if you're just getting one at a time. Yeah. And there, I don't know where you live, but a lot of times there's places where they just have like a lot of tumbled stones and that are pretty cheap, like two, oh, yeah. three, four dollars. But I yeah. would just say to that, you could also do something like, first of all, you can't go wrong with a clear quartz. Right. You know, that's all always, purpose. Yeah. All yeah. purpose, clearing, amplifying, energizing, energizing exactly. Protecting. So, mm-hmm. so if you want to do just, that's always like a great basic um, way to start. And then if you have, maybe you could pick like, again, I always think of chakras. So you, if you wanted to have a stone for each chakra, that would also be nice. Um, or another way would be, um, to pick maybe an issue you're working with, for instance, like anxiety, like again, I'm traveling tomorrow. So I'm going to be taking my Labradorite stone because when I hold that, it's just like all my anxiety goes into it because it helps mm. it just really helps calm me um so yeah if you have like a specific issue that may or maybe boundaries which we're going to go into Labrador is great with boundaries as well so um you could also just like if you don't know google like the issue and the stone associated with it so that's mm-hmm. another and- way to start yeah, and you know, for this situation that we're going to talk about too with your daughter, mm-hmm. I'm getting black tourmaline for that oh, one. Yeah, I think protection. that might be a really powerful one for you right now for mm-hmm. this situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you so, so how, what do you associate that with protection and? Um, um, yeah, it's um, it's grounding, grounding yeah. and it's really it's shields. Mm-hmm. It, it's so shielding to me. Yeah. I feel so like safe and shielded when I'm. Holding or near a tourmaline. It's funny because um, I never felt this way with Labradorite before, but I bought this one from my friend, and um, I just feel like shouting out to Heart Song Tarot. She's on Instagram, (laughs) sells amazing crystals, and she's also an amazing tarot reader. But um, I got this palm stone from her, this Labradorite, and it's like, it's, yeah, really amazing for... um, boundaries and anxiety so i never realized that about labradorite before Mm. but i i think that would help her anyway so that's the crystal kit so as far as tell me again what did she say she said as about her daughter Um, she said um my daughter is an alcoholic and i don't know how to approach the person she becomes when she drinks Mm -hmm. how to protect her and myself spiritually Mm -hmm. do you want to Well, um, I do know that, um, having, having alcoholic family members who I no longer am interacting with, I did Mm. set a boundary with them, but, um, I did learn while I was still interacting with them that there were certain times of day that I didn't want to go to their house or talk to them Mm. because of that. Those were times that they were drunk and they, they didn't. I didn't enjoy interacting with them. I didn't feel like it was there was any reason for me to be doing that at that time. So that was just a really basic, yeah, you know, physical world way that I set a boundary. Yes, 
Yeah, I would say that's what popped up for me, which is why I thought it related to the energy report segment is just boundaries, boundaries, boundaries. Because there, I hate to make you read this for the third time, but didn't she say something about how I can help her or uh, protect her? Yeah, protect, protect both her. of them. Yeah, so you can't mm-hmm. protect her, unfortunately, which is very hard to hear um, when it's your daughter. You know, you don't have, in my opinion, this is obviously just my opinion, but she has to do what she has to do. And when she's ready um, to heal and um, get sober or whatever it is that she needs to do to heal, then she's going to have to do it. You Part of the push-pull maybe is trying to control her situation, which is very understandable, but... Um, it really is about pulling your energy back, and I think, and taking care of you, and taking care of your boundaries, and um, and letting letting her do it, go through that hard lesson that she has to go through. And that will help support her too when you yes. when you honor your own boundaries. And I will say for me, in this situation, I don't know if you like to work with angels, Raquel, but I would call on Archangel. Michael for mm. this to surround me in fiery light. It's very protective. Mm. And in my opinion, you can also call on Archangel Michael for your daughter. Mm. Um, and it is, I mean, because he is so protective and so such like a high level divine helper, um, he, he can't, he can't like override her right. free will, but, um, but if she did allow it, if he felt like she would allow that support, then he would be there to support her. So you could also call on Archangel Michael to surround her in light. I like that. If, yeah, if that's a nice like. protection. Yeah. 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 And also just to, you know, another thing you can do that I like to do, in fact, I did this with my dad, is I just imagine like a ball of light and us in this ball of light and then... um Put a bunch of love in it, and then um, just imagine the situation going as I as peacefully as I wanted it to, and then I gave it up to source. So in a way, it's like mm-hmm. kind of a way of praying, I guess, but just to really release it to source. Because my feeling about this is um, that she, what's her name again? Sorry, Raquel. She, Raquel. Mm-hmm. Uh, my feeling, Raquel, is that. Understandably, you are trying to control the situation a lot and you are putting your energy in her space a lot trying to help her, but it's not, um, again, it's draining you and it's not helping either of you because she feels controlled or she feels, or she may not even be aware enough to, <laughs> to be aware of it on a conscious level, but just that the your energy trying to control her situation would be best spent for you loving you taking care of your needs and the pain that as there might be some pain that comes up when you let go of trying to control her and so to heal that nurture that and and work on that as opposed to controlling her situation but it would be great, yeah, to call on the angels and give it up to God and source. And um, as far as that's the way I would handle, I would suggest you handle her part of it. 
Yeah, I think that's very wise because then you're drawing upon the part of you that is one with all that is. So then you get out of like feeling like you have to on the human level do something that I think I can sense that to what you're picking up on, Natasha, that is very draining because it's yes. like trying to to affect change in a way that is just really not feeling effective to you and right. is not advancing yes. your cause. But tuning into that um, – the if you think of the vertical flow of divine light and wisdom and then like releasing mm-hmm. releasing the situation and trusting and allowing and surrounding it in light as much as possible yeah. but we i think i speak for natasha when i say we really feel for you yes. that this has got to be pretty painful yes very painful yeah and it's really hard to try to change anybody who's going through a hard time i mean it's very draining So, yeah, we wish you love and light as you go through this. Yes, and thanks for the question. Yes, and if anyone else wants to ask us a question, we know now that our email (laughs) is at gmail.com. Yeah, that's our email, all right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, so send us a question if you have one. Mm -hmm. And so now is it time for Practical Magic? Great theme song. Uh, um, Okay, so this Saturday is the full moon in Scorpio. Oh, that's right. This coming Saturday, right. We record this a little ahead of time, so I was like, Saturday? Right. Yes. Mm -hmm. So the Saturday after this Monday when this is released Mm -hmm. is the Scorpio full moon. And um, Scorpio is – when the moon's in Scorpio, especially when it's full – it's a great time, and this goes along with what I'm experiencing. Hmm. Great time for body positivity and hmm. sexual healing. Ooh. So they and those go hand in hand. Your sexuality, your relationship with your body, body image, and your sexuality hmm. uh, all have to do. I mean, they're all really helped by the energy of Scorpio and the Scorpio moon. So I suggest, hmm. and Scorpio is a water sign. Mm-hmm. Um, that's surprising actually, to me. I always feel like Scorpio's fire. I was just gonna say yeah. it's actually the fire of water. So oh. in the the way that the Kabbalah is in the has to do with Western astrology, each of the signs there's like the water of water, the air of water, the fire of water, oh, the earth okay. of water, and Scorpio's the fire oh, of water. Yeah. So that's why it's so steamy. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a Scorpio? What's your moon? My moon is Sagittarius. Sagittarius moon. That's right. Mm-hmm. Ted is a Scorpio. He has. He's a Scorpio with a Scorpio rising. Oh, whoa! And a Leo moon, so whoa. super steamy. Double <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> and what is your rising? Yeah. Capricorn. Capricorn. Okay, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's right. I remember. Okay. And you are Aquarius with Libra moon and a Pisces. Pisces that's rising. right. That's yeah. Right. All right. Okay. So now that our astrology is out of the way, so <laughs> um, so it's a water sign. So um, a full moon bath with sea salt and essential oil of ylang-ylang. Ooh. So it's soaking in sea salt with ylang-ylang. It, it makes sure you, if your skin is really super sensitive, you don't want to put essential oils in your bath. But if yeah. you know you can put a couple drops, then do that. Or you can diffuse it in a diffuser or mm-hmm. burn ylang-ylang incense. But it's a, a really sensual scent, and it can help us come into our bodies 
relaxed mm. about being in the physical world mm. and allow our sexuality to be what it is, which is also really so deeply connected to our magical and spiritual power, mm. our sexual mm. power. So, um, I like so that, taking- especially because I will be going to Paris tomorrow for yeah. a week and I get back late the night before the full moon. So taking a bath and like coming into my body, you know, like and yeah. into present time and where I am in my body, that sounds like a good time for that. And integrating your experience in such a sensual yes. city yes. too. Sensual city, is that what you said? Yeah, the city of love, right? Oh, oh, right, right, right. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. That's funny. Yeah, so. Going with my sister um, and my daughter, so it's a little, see, I don't know how love. Yeah, well, you know, you can maybe absorb the energy so yeah, and integrate yeah. it at your, in your back. I can store it back. and then bring it back and release it. Yeah, soak it in. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take so, yeah. it. I'll bring it through customs. I'll be like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "That's my sensual energy." <laughs> Ma'am, we're gonna have to confiscate that. <laughs> well, have a good time. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. That's great. So yeah. So soak, and um, you can also work with garnet. Oh. You can empower a garnet crystal in the light of the full moon. Um, with and set this intention for body positivity, mm. for sexual healing, and keep it with you. So when you when you empower it in the light of the moon, it will absorb the vibrations of this sexual healing and and body positivity. So those are your practical magic tips I for love this it. week. Those are great tips. Thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. <laughs> All right, should we do our final segment of pick a card? Yeah. Any card. Um, we've noticed that the cards that we pick are not just for everybody, but also we both end up relating to both of them, right? Yeah. Cause initially we thought we were drawing them for each mm-hmm. other, but we realized they're both for both of us yeah. and for everybody. So that's fun. Yeah. Get a double reading. So why don't you, did you already pick yours ahead of time? Did you cheat I already again? Picked mine. You yeah, cheater. I <laughs> um, okay. Well, you, <laughs> well, before you read, the one for me and everybody. Why don't you ch- tell me which deck you would like? So I have the, oh, this, there are two of them are Colette Baron Reed. We really should get her to sponsor our podcast. I know. <laughs> <laughs> she basically doesn't need to because we already right. sell her stuff. Um, they're both the Hidden Realms or the Wisdom of the Oracle or the Akashic. Tarot. Mm, I, could- I want the Hidden Realms. Hidden today. Realms. Okay, great. Yeah. All right, so you tell me the one for me and everybody first. Okay, so and me. So what I drew from my Magic of Flowers Oracle deck Mm -hmm. is Carnation, which talking about it is, yeah. So the fire of water, it's kind of that Mm. that um, Scorpio energy. So the picture on this card is a woman rising from flames um, that are coming up from some red carnations, and the message of the sex. So this, the name of this card is rebirth, which I am really already feeling like I talked about with reading the fuck it diet. Mm -hmm. Um, but so the message specifically, there's a paragraph that stood out to me that seems like it's really appropriate for all of us. And here's what it is. Mm -hmm. 
there is activity around you and there is also activity within you in the forms of thoughts, feelings, and judgments. But if you take a moment to tune in, can you see that there is something behind all of that, an awareness that observes and allows? Can you notice an open, empty consciousness that does not identify with time, space, or ego? When you connect with the zero-point field of your being, you can allow this rebirthing process to flower in the most beautiful way. You won't grasp and you won't judge. Or if you do, you will be able to allow even that with humor and forgiveness. Mm. When you notice your thoughts struggling, worrying, or getting obsessive, don't fight them. Smile at them. Step back from them and let them spin out and run their course without giving them any extra energy. This is the mindset that will transform your challenges into fertile compost and let your transformation blossom forth in all its glory. Well, I love it. So it's about being aware and observing. Yeah, and letting, like, noticing old patterns Mm. as they come up, but then, like, connecting, stepping back away from them and letting them be there, Mm -hmm. but not identifying with them anymore. And then when you stop identifying with them, stop fighting them, stop giving them power, then they spin out and then they shift and change. It's like wind moving through clouds and just dispersing them. Yes, I love that. Yeah, one of the one uh, frequent meditation I do or and question I ask myself often is am I that or am I that which is aware? So like am yeah. I that, you know, the feelings story yes. or am I that which is aware? And just that like really releases a lot, you know, and yes. then you can say, okay, can I let that go then? Yes. Although exactly. even just it's, asking that question really releases it. It identifies you with the truth of who you yes. really are, which is that is just consciousness. It's neutral consciousness. That's right. Yes. That's something I tell my daughter a lot is you're not your feelings. And it's something else, you know, it's a great thing to check in with and say, like, am I that? Like, really ask yourself. Because sometimes, like, say if you're upset, it's like, well, am I that? And then I realize, like, no, I couldn't possibly just be this sadness or this anxiety. I'm a lot more than that. So, no, I'm not that. I'm that which is aware of this experience that's happening. It's like you're the sky, you're not the clouds. Yes, that's a really good reminder. So thank you for that card. Yeah. All right, I'm going to now pick a card from the Hidden Realms and ask the universe and source to help me pick the card that is exactly the one that everybody needs to hear this week, including... But not limited to Tess and me. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, here we go. Alright, I got the resting tree. Ooh, resting. I love it. Patience, stillness. Boy, it's kind of similar to what you pick there. Like just rest and watch. Yeah. And don't get, don't engage. Yeah. That's interesting. Okay, let me see what it says further. Okay, 
The resting tree is a sign for you to stop focusing and planning. It's funny because I'm planning for this trip and it's like oh, yeah. getting a little, yeah. And be at peace in the moment. This is the representative of, sorry, uh, non-action and relaxation. Patience is the key to begin with, to being with this ally. The resting tree asks you to slow down, sit back, and watch the roses bloom and the birds feed in the meadow. That's sweet. Mm. This isn't the time to forge ahead in any way. You may not be taking enough breaks. So oh, we talked about that with you mm-hmm. a couple of weeks ago. So yeah. you're invited to be still and contemplate your good fortune, even if it means blessing the chaos in your life. I love that, too. I mean, wouldn't that be great if we just blessed all of the chaos that ever yeah. came up? Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> we start now. Definitely. <laughs> this is a sign to allow everything to fall away except the stillness of the moment. It's like we just got the same cards. It's like living within the space between the breaths. When the resting tree appears, it signals that you've done all you can for now and it's time to unwind and allow your story to unfold of its own accord. You've earned the right to rest and relax. Amazing ideas will come if you do. Remember the ancient saying, we do without doing and everything gets done. Nice. That's perfect. That's really great. It's especially yeah. great, yeah, for me going on this trip to just like relax and just enjoy yeah. it and let it. It's a vacation. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, any last words from you? <laughs> um, no, just. Oh, um, we should do our business, business stuff, which is just, um, oh, we may possibly not be having one next week, um, depending on how, um, jet lagged I am. But I'm bringing malachite, which is apparently the stone for jet lag. I just um, oh. learned that. So maybe that'll help. Yeah. And yeah, but you've got to honor it if you want to rest. Yes, I will. Don't worry. Yeah. I'm pretty okay. good at resting. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can find me at highslighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter there. You can book a reading there. Um, I will be gone all of next week, but um, wait, hold on. They get this. This is coming out Monday. Monday. So yeah, the whole week I will be gone. And, um, oh, and on Instagram, High Slight Healing. And you can find us, Magic Monday Podcast, on Instagram. And where else, Tess? And at TessWhitehurst.com slash magic-monday-podcast or just at TessWhitehurst.com. Yeah. And we have Tess writes up show notes, which is lovely. So anything yeah. we've talked about or mentioned um, will be in there. Mm-hmm. And you can send us a message from my website, TessWhitehurst.com or at magicmondaypodcast at gmail.com. And also, let's just remind them that you are giving a great Discount oh, on yeah. your chakra course. Yep. Chakra magic at testwhitehurst.com. Put in the discount code magic monday. All right. Well, thank you so much for another wonderful week. We appreciate all of you. Yes. Thank you so much and have a really beautiful week and magical full moon. Your meow. I like that. <laughs>